But the time has come now to grab a Bible, and we're aiming for John chapter 14. John chapter 14, and if you've got one of these blue Bibles, that's page 1082, and you're aiming for John chapter 14, and we're going to read from verse 15 down to verse 31, and we've got a video of this reading to follow along. If you love me, keep my commands. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever, the Spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him, because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, for he lives with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. Before long, the world will not see me anymore, but you will see me. Because I live, you also will live. On that day, you will realize that I am in my Father, and you are in me and I am in you. Whoever has my commands and keeps them is the one who loves me. The one who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I too will love them and show myself to them. Then Judas, not Judas Iscariot, said, But Lord, why do you intend to show yourself to us and not to the world? Jesus replied, Anyone who loves me will obey my teaching. My Father will love them, and we will come to them and make our home with them. Anyone who does not love me will not obey my teaching. These words you hear are not my own. They belong to the Father who sent me. All this I have spoken while still with you. But the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. You heard me say, I am going away, and I am coming back to you. If you loved me, you would be glad that I am going to the Father, for the Father is greater than I. I have told you now before it happens, so that when it does happen, you will believe. I will not say much more to you, for the Prince of this world is coming. He has no hold over me, but he comes so that the world may learn that I love the Father and do exactly what my Father has commanded me. Come now, let us leave. Okay, well, this morning, I thought I'd introduce you to a new family, a new family at church. Um, They are the Baker family. Come on up, guys. Now, these guys are given interesting middle names. Um, So let me just tell you, this is Colin, um, the command keeper. And this is Lucy Lovemuch. And I hear it's a big day for you guys. Um, So why don't I hand over to you um, and you can tell us all about what you're up to today. It's bake-off season. Yeah, and today, it's a big day in our family. Today Today is our our mum's birthday. Yeah. Uh, We're going to be going to have a little bake-off and both bake her a cake. Mum just loves chocolate cake. Mm. Here's the recipe. So, what do I need? Sugar. Mum has such a sweet tooth. Yummy. Let's add a little extra sugar. Whoa. Butter. Mm-hmm. Eggs. Ew. Flour. <laughs> uh, baking powder? That tastes nasty. I'm not putting that in Mum's delicious cake. What? Just a pinch of salt? No. Mum loves salt on her chips. I'll add a couple of spoons more. What, 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 are, you, what are you doing? 
I'm making mum's cake. But you're not following the instructions. They're the commands. I know, but I just love mum so much. I want to put all her favourite things in that cake. But she loves sausage rolls. Yes. You're not... You're not going to add them in, are you? Ooh, that's a good idea. Ah. I'm off the bench now. Right. I'm going to make my own cake for Mum and follow the commands perfectly. Now, weigh out the flour. 201 grams? No. Needs to be 200. Yeah. It needs to be perfect. This is how I won the local cake competition, don't you know? My cake was the best. (laughs) Cocoa powder? Check. Baking powder? Check. Vanilla extract? Oh, lovely. I also took my prize-winning cake to my head teacher, and he said it was the best, and he gave me extra golden time. Mmm, this mix is looking good. I think it's going to be the best cake In fact, it looks so good, maybe I'll not give it to my mum, but to my teachers, yeah. So I can get a little bit more golden time. Yeah. Whoa. Great, great work, uh, Lucy Love Much and uh, Colin... Come on, keep it. Amazing work. Well, listen, uh, boys and girls, mums and dads, friends uh, today, this is the time to grab a Bible. We've got these turquoise church Bibles around the place. We're going to spend a few minutes thinking about these really important words from John's Gospel. Uh, It's on page 1082 in the turquoise church Bibles, John chapter 15, uh, excuse me, John chapter 14. Now, uh, boys and girls... And uh, uh, guests here today, you may not know this, but over the last uh, few weeks we've been studying these very famous words of Jesus uh, that he said just before he uh, died on the cross. And it's the night before he uh, went uh, and died and then rose again. And so these are some really, really important words uh, that we're going to be studying. And uh, that grown-ups have been studying it, the youth have been studying it, and... Uh, we're thinking today about what it means to follow Jesus. Now, there's a special Bible word that we use to describe being a follower of Jesus. A special Bible word for being a follower of Jesus. There were 12 of them in Bible times, uh, in, 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 the, in the Gospels. Can anyone remember what the name for a follower of Jesus? There were 12 of them in Bible times. Anyone want to give me, yeah, what, what was it, Sawyer? Disciple, fantastic, yes, disciple. So what does it mean to be a disciple? Now, of course, there are disciples in Bible times, but people still follow Jesus today. So what does it mean to be a disciple today, to follow Jesus today? Well, in our passage, Jesus is talking to the first ever disciples. Wow, the people who saw Jesus with their eyes, who knew him personally, who touched him, who shared the first communion, who saw him die on the cross, who saw him rise again. Wow. Now, these are the last, this is the last night before he dies on the cross and before he leaves. Now, um, today is the last time we'll get to see uh, a member of our church family, Lydia and Geron Fraser Davis, before they uh, move away. And uh, they, they uh, have been saying goodbye. And when you're planning to say goodbye to people uh, with their lovely children, and you think, I want to leave well, I want to say some good words as I say goodbye. What does Jesus say as he leaves? What's he trying to get across very clearly? 
Now, there's loads in our passage which we don't have time to really get into this morning. But if you're part of uh, one of our life groups or part of our Nexus student Bible studies, we're going to be discussing this passage in the next few days. So uh, any questions, bring them there. But we're going to see two really important lessons today about what it means to be a follower of Jesus, to be a disciple of Jesus. And uh, the first lesson, Jesus says all over the place in these few verses. I'm going to give you some verses and I want you to look down in the Bible, okay? And in verse 15, verse 21, verse 23 and verse 24, Jesus says the same thing over and over again. Have your Bibles open. Verse 15, verse 21, verse 23, verse 24. I'm going to give you 10 seconds to see if you can spot what he's saying. 15, 21, 23, 24. Well, you've done well looking down. Let me read out those verses so we can all hear the words nice and clearly. Ollie, please. Verse 15. If you love me, keep my commands. Okay. Verse 21. If you, sorry, whoever has my commands and keeps them is the one who loves me. Verse 23. Jesus replied, anyone who loves me will obey my teaching. Verse 24. This is from the the same point from the opposite direction. Anyone who does not love me will not obey my teaching. Now, what is Jesus saying there? He's saying something again and again and again and again. And when someone's repeating it in Bible times, it's really important. Same applies today, by the way, but it's really important in Bible times as well. This is what Jesus is saying. He is saying, if you love Jesus, obey him. If you love Jesus, obey him. In fact, why don't we all say this out loud together after three? One, two, three. If you love Jesus, obey him. Thank you very much. That's a really important lesson. And it's something that our, our friends Colin, the command keeper, and Lucy Lovemark didn't quite get. Now, um, uh, Johnny, I wonder whether you can help me, people. Because sometimes people tend to emphasise one or the other. So some people, uh, let's, let's put that on the other side. Thanks, uh, thanks, Johnny. We'll put that over here. Some people are really good at emphasising the commands. And they emphasise the commands, and other people emphasise love. And some people say who emphasise love, they say, look, I love Jesus, I love Jesus. Honestly, I don't really care or know what he says, but I love him in my heart. Well, some people are only really concerned about the commands, and about obeying. And they say, I do this for you, Jesus, and I do this for you, Jesus, and I do that for you, Jesus. And I'm worried that if I don't do that, then you're going to reject me, or I won't be good enough, or people won't think I'm an amazing Christian. And, uh, and I need to pray because I want to be looking really impressive before everyone else. Commands. People are worried about obeying. No, they go together. Just like in the, in the story, uh, we, 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 uh, we saw with the puppets, we saw um, Lucy love much. She was really wanted to say how much she loved her mummy. Even though that meant not keeping the commands about not putting too much salt or not putting uh, sausage rolls in a cake. I mean, that's ridiculous. But so too, Colin command keeper was very concerned about keeping all the rules, had to make the perfect cake, but there was no love for mum in that. He was really loving himself. No, the Bible makes it crystal clear. Love and obedience go together. We love Jesus, we obey Jesus. If you love Jesus, you need to obey him. And that would apply, wouldn't it, in our, in our normal lives? If you think about it at home, maybe you say, I, I love mum and dad. I love mum and dad, and so I, I, well, I never obey them. Is that, does that really show that we love them? We never 
obey. We never tidy our bedroom when asked. We never do our homework when asked. We never put our clothes away after a shower when asked. These are just hypothetical things, of course, never had in our home. You know, if I love you, I obey what you say. That applies in so many different contexts. No, we, we love Jesus. I hope many of us here today say, I love Jesus. I'm going to obey him. Shall you say that word again on the screen? One, two, three. If you love Jesus, obey him. Now, how do we know what Jesus commands? We've got the word commands here. How do we know what we're to, to do? How do we hear what Jesus says to us? Anyone know where we hear Jesus' word? Where do we hear what he has to say? Anyone has got that? Yeah. In the Bible, John. Yes, absolutely in the Bible. We hear God's Word, we hear Jesus' word when we read the Bible. But so often we say, I love you, Jesus, but our Bibles stay on the shelves Monday to, to Saturday. And they only come out on the Sunday. We never really listen to what he's got to say to us. Whereas actually he says to us, seek first the kingdom of God. That's the most important thing you can do. Or he says things like, if you come after me, you're going to deny yourself. You're going to take up your cross and follow me. He even says, children... Obey your parents in the law, for this is right. And that's what Jesus says. That's not what he just means the pastor says. That's what Jesus says. And so to love, to love Jesus, to obey him. You know, I remember years ago when I was a, a, a teenager, in my youth group, my youth leader used to say to me, the hardest place to be a Christian, if you're from a Christian home, is at home. Where you don't want to have to do what you're told. You don't have to do what you're told. Oh, that is how we show that we love Mum and dad, by doing what we're told, how do we show we love Jesus? By doing what he says. That's our first, and it's our really, really important lesson. Now, that's quite a hard thing. It's quite a challenging thing. I don't know what you said is the hardest thing about following Jesus. But here's a good question to ask yourself. The good question to ask yourself is, what has Jesus been teaching me recently? Because that question, what has Jesus been teaching me recently, is a really important question. Because if I love Jesus, then presumably I'm hearing him speak to me from his word and I'm obeying it and I'm working that through. But maybe you can't answer the question, what has Jesus been teaching me? Because I'm never listening to his word. I'm never, I'm never studying his, uh, his Bible. I'm never opening the word to him. So I want to ask you to think. Maybe you could take this question home as you go at the end of the day. What has Jesus been teaching you recently? There's a question to think about. We needed some help to, to do the work that we've been asked to do. Now, what, we've been, what have we been seeing? We have seen, firstly, let's say it together after three. One, two, three. If you love Jesus, obey him. We're going to continue to think about that. And that's quite a challenging word. That's quite a hard thing that we've seen. But there's some great news coming up in our passage as well. So have a look down in verse 15 of John chapter 14. So now's the time to dig out the Bible, and uh, you can read it along. Um, we've got it on the screen too. So let me read these words, and uh, it's really good to follow along in the Bible. Here we go. If you love me, keep my commands. We've seen that part. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever. The Spirit of Truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, for he lives with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. 
Now, Jesus actually says something quite similar in verse 23. Just a bit later on in our passage, Jesus replied, anyone who loves me will obey my teaching. My Father will love them and we will come to them and make our home with them. Now, as I say, uh, these are very, very deep, wonderful truths in God's word. We're thinking a bit about the Trinity, the Holy Trinity. There is one God in three persons and each person Father, Son, and Holy Spirit is fully God. Let me say that again. There's one God in three persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and each person is fully God. The Father is God, the Son is God, the Spirit is God, but there is one God. It's a bit confusing, it's complicated, but it is amazing gospel truth. What is our passage saying now? We've already seen, if you love Jesus, obey him. Here's our second lesson from Jesus. If you know Jesus, the Spirit helps you. If you know Jesus, the Spirit helps you. Now, this is really, really good news. Now, uh, you may remember on the, on the um, slide, we had a, a picture. Whenever the Holy Spirit was mentioned, we had a flame uh, on display. Now, the reason we had a flame is because in, in, um, in Bible times, in the Old Testament and in the New Testament, the Spirit is often symbolised by fire. And uh, that's not to say that the Holy Spirit is fire. Uh, The Holy Spirit is a person, like Jesus is a person, like God the Father is a person. So the Holy Spirit is a person. He's not a what, he's a he. And yet in the Bible, uh, he is often pictured by fire to communicate God's holiness, the Holy Spirit, and purity and majesty. And uh, this passage is saying, if you know Jesus, the Spirit helps you. Now, uh, we should make it clear, and I said at the start, this is Jesus talking to the first ever disciples, the first people who followed him. And some things that Jesus says here are especially important for them. So if you keep your Bibles open, look down to verse 25, little number 25 in the Bibles. We've got it on the screen as well. This is what Jesus says, all this I have spoken while still with you, but the advocate or the helper, the Holy Spirit whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. Now, what is that saying? That is Jesus talking to those disciples and those particular disciples, sometimes we call them the apostles, had a very important role because Jesus knew that before very long he was going to die, rise again and then go back to his Father in heaven. And there would never be a Jesus walking on earth again, at least until he comes back. But his message, his mission continues. And uh, the people who are responsible for getting that message out were those apostles, those disciples. And they were responsible particularly for writing down every single thing that Jesus said and did and getting it right. And you can imagine, can't you, that maybe uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke and John are sitting around together having a coffee and they're thinking, now, come on, what was it? Was it five loaves and two fish or was it two loaves and five fish? I never remember. And then they're like, it was five loaves and two fish. And the reason they remember it is because of this promise that Jesus made that the Holy Spirit, who the Father would send to them, would enable them to remember everything that Jesus said and would join all the dots between the things that Jesus said so that the the disciples could write the Bible really clearly. And we say, praise God, that the Holy Spirit inspired them to do it exactly right. 
So at least that part of the Bible is relevant for them. But that's not the only way this comes to pass in our lives. The gift of the Spirit, you see, is not just for the disciples, but for us. Can you have the next slide, please, uh, um, Ollie? Let me remind you of these words. If you know Jesus, the Spirit helps you. Shall we say that together after three? One, two, three. If you know Jesus, the Spirit helps you. Now, we could even say, if we know Jesus, the Spirit helps us, because he does. Now, we don't have the responsibility, and what a relief, to have to write down the Bible. We're not the people who write the Bible. That's already been done. But we read the Bible, and we live for Jesus. And we, we love Jesus, we've already said, and so we're commanded to obey him. If you love Jesus, you obey him. But it's so hard, isn't it? It's really hard when Jesus says, deny yourself, take up your cross and follow me. Or when Jesus says, children, obey your parents. Or when when Jesus says to not be angry or to control our tongue or to talk to other people about Jesus. And all those things are really good commands of Jesus. And we love Jesus so much. We love Jesus so much that we say, we're going to keep on following Jesus. We will obey. But it's so hard to do so. But guess what? We're not on our own. We have the Holy Spirit with us. Can you look down in verse 18 of our passage? Have a little look. And this is the last Bible reference for us. This is Jesus saying, I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. We're not like children who are orphans, who have no one to be with us. We have the Holy Spirit with us. The Lord Jesus has given us his spirit to be with us. Which means that when Jesus says to us, follow me. When Jesus says to us, love your parents. When Jesus says to us, talk about me to your friends who don't know you. It's a bit like giving a command to draw a picture that we find very hard to draw. How on earth am I going to draw? Straight down, curve around, loop up, loop around, wiggly line and straight line. Like, what? But we're not on our own. We have someone who lives inside us, the Holy Spirit, who knows where we're going, who knows the picture he's trying to draw in our lives. And what does he do? I'll tell you what he doesn't do. He doesn't take the pens and say, I'll draw it myself, thanks very much. Which could have happened, couldn't he? We said, Everyone who close your eyes, you're out of the way, I'm going to do it. Now, Jesus is not going to obey mum and dad for you. Jesus is not, sorry, uh, the Holy Spirit is not going to obey mum and dad for you. The Holy Spirit is not going to, um, is not going to be um, you know, a witness for you. The Holy Spirit is not going to... Um, Choose to not be angry for you. No, you've got to not be angry. You've got to obey mum and dad. You've got to tell your friends, etc., etc. You've got to obey the commands. But the Holy Spirit is in us. It's as if he's got his hand around us. He's helping us. He's guiding us. He's there rooting for us. He's helping us pray. He's helping us make the right choices when the choice comes. Why? Because, point two, this important second lesson. If you know Jesus, the Spirit helps you. Should we say that together one more time? Instead of the word you, let's replace it with the word us, okay? If you know Jesus, the Spirit helps us. How fantastic that is. We're going to have a moment of quietness, then I'm going to pray, and then we're going to sing one last song together. Let's bow our heads and let's pray. We praise you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We praise you, Father, for sending Jesus to be our saviour. We praise you, Lord Jesus, for coming, for living, for dying, for rising again, to forgive us and give us hope and life. And we praise you, Holy Spirit, for helping us to obey Jesus, helping us to make wise choices, right decisions, 
Help us to grow in holiness. And we pray, please, guide us every day and fill us afresh, we pray today. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, we began, didn't we, by saying what's the hardest thing about following Jesus? I don't know what you said. Maybe it's standing for Jesus with my friends. Maybe it's doing the right thing when we don't want to do it. Keeping Jesus' commands because we love him. Well, friends, I don't know what you said was the best thing about following Jesus, but surely knowing that we have his spirit given to us to help us to press on and to stay faithful has to be way up there.